So you can't build a big chest, huh? It's all right. It's actually pretty easy to fix. All you got to do is not this. What's up guys, with Cavalier AthleteX.com. Look, I love the bench press. It's a staple exercise that belongs in any well-written program. However, if you're watching this video, it's because you can't build a big chest, and I know for a fact that you've been bench pressing. We all have. But now let's get this straight right off the bat. As a responsible coach, it's not my job to recommend exercises to you simply because I like them. Unless we're talking about face pulls, of course, and I mean, what's not to love? It's my job to point out the biomechanical and biological pitfalls of an exercise that you keep doing that's not delivering the results that you're looking for. So let's start with the mechanics. The fixed hand placement on the barbell is going to limit one of the key functions of your chest, and that is the amount of adduction that you can get. Now I talk about adduction a lot here on this channel because it's a key function of the chest. In other words, can you bring your upper arm not just to midline, but across midline? We know on the bench presses you see here that there's a limitation in the amount of adduction you get. You do get about 85 total degrees, starting in a negative 10 or 15, going all the way up to about 70 degrees of adduction. We know that with something even as simple as a crossover. We're gonna take an arm that starts off over here, get 90 degrees to midline, and still have another 20, 30, or even 40 degrees to go across the chest. More activation of the chest through more adduction means more stimulus and more growth. Furthermore, you have to consider the strength curve of the bench press. And it has something we call a descending strength curve, meaning that it's hardest at the bottom of the exercise and it becomes easiest as we press the bar away from us. However, that's not necessarily working in your favor when you're trying to create maximum tension on your chest to make it grow. Because we see that when we get beyond the initial portion of the lift, we're shifting that focus away from the chest to more so the either anterior delt or the triceps. And when you're trying to get your chest to grow, you need to be able to have that tension on the chest throughout the entire range if possible. And there's actually genetic reasons why you may not respond to the exercise, like let's say maybe even your buddy who can just seem to walk by the bench press and their chest will grow. Now the first reason for this could actually be the muscle fiber distribution in your chest. The pec muscle, as you can see here, is normally dominated by fast twitch fibers. However, some people genetically have a higher composition of slow twitch fibers. And what that does is it makes an exercise that typically is very responsive to the heavy loads that the bench press incorporates less effective for them. If this is something that you're struggling with, this might be one of the reasons. Or like Jesse here, genetically, you could just have some really long arms. And that makes the exercise more difficult itself. That's right, Jesse. Because you have to have a greater range of motion to perform the exercise. Those short arm lifters have greater leverages and they can make the bar travel the shorter distance. And when you're struggling for chest growth, every single bit of a disadvantage that works against you is going to continue to work against you unless you decide to do something different with the exercises you're doing in the first place. And that's where the solution to your problems comes in, the cable press. So what does this variation of the exercise do better? Well, pretty much everything the bench press didn't do so well, making it the perfect complement to your bench press. But you might be thinking, I'm not going to be able to be very strong on a cable press versus a bench press. Remember guys, this is not about building strength. This is about creating muscle hypertrophy. If it was about strength, 
I agree, you'd be better off continuing to do the bench press, but remembering to include your accessory exercises and better periodizing your program to allow for you to break through those plateaus in the exercise. But when you're trying to build muscle, you need to have more exercise options in your arsenal, and you're still going to bench press. We're not going to do this at the exclusion of the bench press, but we have to explore the benefits that this exercise provides that are different than the version we use on the barbell. So how does this overcome some of those limitations in the bench press? All you got to do is go back and look right off the bat at that adduction limitation. Because here, we don't just have to stop when we get our hands out in front of our body. We can continue to increase that adduction range of motion by bringing our arms even further across each other. But even if we didn't do that, what is more important here is the resisted adduction and the continuous resisted adduction you get because of the cables. You can see that the resistance on adduction stops fairly quickly as we pass the mid-range of the bench press, but it continues because the line of force of those cables remains almost perpendicular to your arm throughout the entire range of motion, making resisted adduction more effectively trained here with this exercise than it is with the barbell variation. Which brings us to the strength curve of the exercise, which is actually improved here with the cables versus the traditional bench press. Why? Because of the adaptability of these cables in space. You see, this cable acts as the line of resistance. And when we want to get more tension on a muscle, we want to try to maintain that perpendicular position to that limb moving in space. And the cables do that because they move as we do the exercise. We don't have that luxury when we do the barbell bench press. You can see gravity is acting straight down. It does its most work and effort when our arm is in that bottom position. And as I get towards the top, we kind of lose that. That's the reason for that descending strength curve. Here, not only do we still have tension on the pecs at the top of the movement, we actually have a lot more tension, and it's directed almost directly against our ability to adduct that weight, which contributes even further to the tension felt on the exercise when done with cables, and therefore to the gains growing capacity this exercise has for you. Now the ideal setup for the exercise is to set your incline bench to about 30 degrees and also to get those arms of the cables about 30 degrees away from your body or away from midline. Also you want to have those handles right about the level of your torso. And because this exercise allows us to have greater tension in that peak contracted position here, it actually opens up the possibility of another advantage, more so that biological side, right? We talked about having the greater percentage of type 1 fibers to type 2. Well, this allows us to use this exercise very effectively as a metabolic stimulus for muscle growth. Look, we know that there are more ways to skin a cat than just putting more and more weight on the bar. Yes, tension and progressive overload is one method of building muscle, but employing methods like metabolic stress is another way we can do this. If desired, you can utilize a smaller range of motion from the top contracted position down to about halfway and do something called the occlusion effect here. This is going to really, really amplify that metabolic buildup that you get from performing the exercise, which is going to give you another option when you perform this for more size. And finally, for you long arm jesties out there, this exercise is actually great because it's much more forgiving to your body. It allows your arm to move in space as it wants to, and it matches the resistance to your body as opposed to forcing you to have to fit into the exercise. And finally, a little pro tip for you out there who are nervous about being able to get into this exercise and to actually load it up without looking like an idiot in the process. Because let's face it, it can be a little bit tricky if you don't know what you're doing. Here's how to do it best. You actually get over the top of the bench you're going to get on. And then you put your body in the best mechanical advantage to actually lift these. You don't try to lift the heavy weight this way. Instead, what you do is you get behind it. 
So you lean behind it so that your elbow is behind your wrist. Now I can lean back in this direction using, using my own body weight and lift a really heavy weight. I get back down here, I do the same thing. I lean behind it and I get out. My hands come together. I come down, rest back. Hands are ready to go and I'm ready to do the exercise. Now remember, this is not a substitution or a replacement for the barbell bench press. You don't want to forego the strength building benefits and progressive overload that the barbell variation provides, but what you do want to do is make sure that you're getting those additional benefits from all the variations of this exercise that were covered. Remember guys, it's how you do the exercises that you do, not just what you do that produces the gains that you get. If you're looking for a complete program, we have all of them over at athletenext.com to walk you through it step by step. If you haven't already done so, make sure you click subscribe and turn your notifications so you never miss a video when we put one out and leave those comments below so I can make sure I make the videos that you're looking for. All right guys, I'll be back soon.